0: and sit sit down it to all of the all of you who think that, oh, maybe she's really nice on the inside and she doesn't mean half the things that she says and she's really she's really not that bitchy. That's just her internet personality. It's not my internet personality. I'm a bitch. Now let me tell you something. When I made my site Members Only, a whole bunch of people came out and said, oh, Kara, do what you have to do. It'll be fine. I understand. I totally support you. I totally support you. And then after about a week, when people couldn't log in when they wanted to, when their device didn't work right. They whine, whine, whine. Wah, wah, wah. What about me? Why isn't it working for me? I can't do this on my tablet. I, my iPad's not working. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck if your iPad works. I really don't care if you can read my stories on your $600 goddamn device. And I'm not your fucking tech support either. goddamn cash and Safari, okay? It's not fucking rocket science. If you don't know how to use your $600 fucking device, take it back to the iStore and then take your ass to Walmart and buy a little Chromebook and stop trying to use shit you don't know how to use. Or expecting people you don't know to be your fucking tech support. There's a little girl sitting at the fucking i store who gets paid dollars an hour to answer your stupid questions. So why don't you go down there and ask her to figure out how to use your fucking iPad? <clears throat> oh Kara, I can't have internet on the train. How am I supposed to get your books if you're not doing ebooks anymore? Bandwidth costs money, asshole. I'm paying two hundred and fifty dollars a fucking month for this site and that's without monumental ebook loads for you fucking end users who so here's the thing it's not my problem if your internet is sketchy and you want to be able to take my work and put it on your computer, or put it on your tablet, or put it on your iPod or your iPad or whatever else you're fucking using. It's not my problem now i try I try so fucking hard to keep my site open and manageable the password system is simple the membership simple could the membership couldn't be simpler I mean it couldn't be okay. On one side of your mouth, you're talking about supporting me and my decisions. And on the other, you are whining because suddenly I'm making your life difficult by making my free fiction difficult for you to get. Do you even understand the amount of entitlement coming out of your fucking mouth? Do you? Here's the thing. I know if you're one of these people, you don't care. You don't care that it pisses me off when you email me and tell me that you're mad because you can't download ebooks anymore, or why haven't I made an ebook of Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond? or why isn't there an ebook for What Might Have Been? I'm tired of having to log into your site to read it. Really? You're tired of logging into my site to read it? Well then, don't fucking log in anymore. One of the most heinous things that I've ever seen happen in fandom didn't even happen to me. Um, I think if it had happened to me, I'd have been, like, um, less offended. Because I don't know what this did to the writer this happened to. Because if it had happened to me, I would understand my own responses to it. And it wouldn't be... um, But personally, if it had happened to me, I would have written the biggest fuck you letter... To ever hit the internet, but it didn't happen to me. It happened to a different writer. It happened to um a Harry Potter writer um, he was writing a story, and it was a very big story and um one of his readers sent him an anonymous uh email or letter or comment off. Don't know how it was delivered. Um, To be honest, I, I never actually saw the original comment where she asked him to send her the rest of the fic because she was reading it to her dying child. And when he refused because he didn't have it written yet, the fan went off. And the shit hit the fan, so to speak. She tried to blackmail... A stranger with her dying child. Or, actually, I'm going to be for real. I don't think there was a dying child. I think she blackmailed him with a lie about a dying child to get the fiction before anybody else did. Because she assumed he was done and was posting it when he felt like it. She tried to emotionally blackmail a fan fiction writer. How fucking pathetic are you, lady? You're really fucking pathetic. I I don't get stuff like that. I get really awesome feedback. I have really supportive, super, super awesome fans and readers. I I really appreciate them. But I also have people who um, put their own needs above everybody else's, who if something isn't working on the site for them – They don't care if it's working for everybody else. They'd rather it not be there at all if it doesn't work for them. My Twitter feed was breaking iPad um, display. I got 122 emails in three days because these assholes couldn't figure out how to clean out their cash on safari and wouldn't use chrome. And one one reader said I'm really fucking tired of this bleaking Twitter thing. You need to take it off your fucking website. Now, um yeah, those were the ad- that's a comment. I have the email up right now. I'd already removed the Twitter app, actually, at that point. Because if I hadn't, it would still be up there blinking. In fact, I would probably try to break it so it would blink permanently. But I'd already removed it when I when I actually saw that email. So I want you to know, if you're the asshole who sent me that email, I didn't do it for you. I had already done it because I was tired of dealing with mess. It wasn't about you. Even if you think it was. It It, it really wasn't about you. Um... I get these ass kissers, and I'll tell you right now, the only thing worse than, they're about equal, the only thing equal to an entitled fan who assumes what they want is more important than what anybody else wants, ever, are those ass kissers who, um, cling to you, and, uh, Invest themselves in you and your work in a way that is deeply, super creepy and uncomfortable. Don't be this person, okay? Do not be this person who does this, who shares... Don't share your super personal information with strangers like... They're your therapist. I'm not your therapist. Um, I do have some great interactions with, with readers who I email regularly and, you know, who who contact me and, and tell me how m- my work has helped them and um, made them feel better in, in really dark times. And I really appreciate those emails. I really do. And that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who who, who email me two or three times a week or who... Stalk me on social media. Um, who, um, who need to be reassured that I'm still working on something. Um, it's not my job to reassure you. It's those people who email me repeatedly about The Unspeakable Plot. I have not worked on The Unspeakable Plot in about a year. I deeply regret writing it. Deeply. I regret it so, so much. It will probably be in my work in progress file... For the next five years, because i oh god i I just like just oh it just makes me so fucking oh. you know what else I get tired of people trying to get me to write um ties that bind a us in um fandoms that I wouldn't touch with a 10-fucking-foot pole. I'm actually also getting tired of pictures. Oh, you know, wouldn't this make a great collar? I'm getting tired of those, too. I'm getting real tired of it. Just really, really tired of people who are fixated on um, things and who, who... you're ruining it for me, okay? You're you're deeply and truly ruining it for me. And I mean it as in, like, fandom. You're ruining fandom for me. And it, you know what, honestly? I have, um, two different occasions uh, stopped following one of my own friends on Facebook. Not because of the shit that she posts, because I like the shit that she posts. But because of the shit other people were posting on her wall. In reference to something she was writing, uh, because I I can't even actually say what it is because it would put her on the spot and that's not fair. So I'm I'm, I'm just going to let it go. But th- there was a while there when I actually like unfollowed one of my own friends to avoid seeing this thing happen over and over and over and over again. Let me tell you a story. I used to work for a man who was a piano teacher, and he taught piano for fifteen years and he was a beautiful player he played beautifully and he had a he had an operatic voice he he just boom he was he was amazing He was a stunning look he looked he looked really good um, uh he's just he sounded really good and he was super talented and um he Anytime anybody bought him a gift, it was a piano. He got little glass pianos and little wood pianos and little knickknacks and um, notebooks covered in sheet music and just over and over. And, and anytime anybody thought about this person, they thought piano and they bought him one. If they, if they saw a, a beautiful piano out in public somewhere, they would take a picture of it and send him a picture of it. One day we were working together for a couple of years, and he'd gotten an email from a friend of his in another country who had sent him this picture of his beautiful, gorgeous piano from, from Italy. And um, he was showing it to me, and I said, Well, that's really pretty. And he said, Yeah, I fucking hate pianos. I never want to see another piano as long as I fucking live. I said, You've got a concert piano in your den. and you're dead. And he's like, I don't even go in there anymore. I hate pianos. I hate them. Fast forward three weeks later, one of our student assistants um, got us little gifts for Christmas, and it was adorable. I got this cute little um, ballerina; um, she was just adorable, just 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 the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I look over, and my, my friend had unwrapped this. ...beautiful little crystal piano... ...and I looked him right in the eye... ...he looks me right in the eye... he was just like... ...what the fuck do you do? And he just said thank you... ...because w- what else could he say, right? But he fucking hates pianos... ...he fucking hates them... ...so... ...I get tired... ...I've... ...I've reached my saturation point... ...on, on being asked... ...would this make a good caller... Uh, What house would they be in? Would they be a dom or a sub? I don't know. I don't watch Teen Wolf. I have no clue. I don't know. I really fucking hate pianos, too. (laughs) It's just, ah. It's just, ah. It's just so... Just (sighs) yeah, you know yeah. Just just write your own fucking BDSM story and stop trying to insert your your wants into my work. And and that's what it is. That's what it is. You're trying. You know these people try to insert themselves in the work of others. Adorable picture. (laughs) I have not been saturated on kitten pictures. I'm not sure I have a saturation point on kitten pictures. I promise. Um, I have no idea how to say your name. I I really... I'm just going to go with Garnett and, and just go from there. And, and we're just going to agree that that's okay. Um, said, I promise I didn't send you a picture of my kitten to get you right to, um, to write more quirk stories. And that's in the chat room. I actually adored that picture of that kitten. That was just the most cutest thing I've ever seen. So I don't think I have a saturation point on kittens. Please don't prove me wrong. Um, but it isn't that every once in a while email that's the problem. it It isn't that heartfelt email I get from somebody who's in a really bad place who who really connected with something that I wrote. I love those emails and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who email me two or three times a week who make demands that don't look like demands who who follow me around on social media and Turn every single thing I say around so that it's about them or about their problems or about what they want me to do. And, you know, the thing is, is I know this is happening to other people. It's it's not just a phenomenon that happens to me. And you you people, you need to stop. You just need to stop. And, it, it, you know, authors like Rob Robust? Robust? ROBST in the Hobbit fan- you know in the Harry Potter fandom who was emotionally blackmailed by um a mother with a dying child so she says um it was he was really upset and he had every right to be if it had been me i would have lost my fucking mind. I don't blame him for being really upset by it and being really stressed out by it. How dare you do like this? I mean even if it's tr- true or not, that reader had no business doing that to another person. It's just extremely ugly. Now I actually had um a reader die. Um I I loved getting her emails. I I really connected with her and um um i i just whenever her email up in my box. It was just oh, I'm so excited that she emailed me. And I remember when I first started posting ties at Vine. She never, she didn't comment. And there, there were no comments and there were no letters. And I thought, oh God, she hates it. You know what am I going to do? And I got really upset when I thought that she hated it. And then about half, I guess two or three posts in, she finally commented and, and told me how much she loved it and, and how beautiful it was and how amazed she was about what she was reading. And it was just like the most awesome feedback experience i've ever had and i and i really i really miss her and she died of of kidney failure and um she wrote me when she was getting ready to go into hospice because she said she wouldn't be able to to write me anymore because she wasn't going to take her computer with her she was going into hospice and she'd given away everything but you know just she was just it was the end and she had about two or three weeks to live and she sent me this long beautiful email and it was it was really amazing but for every amazing awesome person i have in my inbox i have 10 assholes who just who who make it all about them who who imply that I'm not updating enough and it's inconvenient for them, that my login process is inconvenient for them, that they can't copy and paste my work into Word documents and steal it. Well, not steal it. I mean, steal it, yeah. Well, I, I didn't tell you you could do that shit. I've let people do it in the past, but I'm not gonna let you do it anymore. And it's getting convenient for you, right? Because it, 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 what I want isn't important to these people, and what I expect isn't important to these people, and the amount of work I put into my stories isn't important to these people. It's it's about them. They're this me, me, me culture, and there's so many of them in fandom that it's disgusting. It's just it's just really fucking terrible. There's a comment on my site right now that's unapproved. Let me read it to you, because I'm not actually going to approve it. Um, it's on the Dimensional Shift sneak peek. Um, I'm not going to say the person's name. Okay, it says... Um, It's a wonderful story. I think I like this Harry best. There's something in him in your other HP stories that doesn't quite fit in my perception of him. This one, however, I liked. Do you know what this piece of comment feedback has made me want to do? It's made me want to take Dimensional Shift and rewrite Harry. In a way that she won't like him. Because apparently she found fault with all the other Harrys that I wrote. But this one she likes. And really, he's not that different (laughs) than the other ones that I've... He's just... You know what he is? He's tortured. In Dimensional Shift, he's lonely, he's suffered, he's tortured, and he's heartbroken. And I guess she likes that, and that's terrible. But okay... I saved some other comments in my trash that I wanted to share with you in this episode. But I'm only going to share this one with you because it was on Blank Space about um, a month ago. And I saved it because I knew I was going to be doing an episode like this. Okay. Loved it. Thanks for finishing this up. It was a really fun read. I love the interactions between Jacob and Hermione, and I was also surprisingly intrigued by your characterization of Luna, as brief as it was. I think you'd write a great Harry Luna adventure if you were ever so inclined. That being said, one thing I've noticed in your stories is that Harry is such a badass, and he never really has, he never has any real challenge. Sure, you create some tense moments, and even some surprising moments, such as the events in Soulmate Bond, but I never get the feeling that Harry is any, in any real danger, if that makes sense. A supersized Harry needs a supersized baddie to face off with, or at least a realistic opponent to match him. Smacking down insepid Weasleys, they put an apostrophe in that, that, by the way, apostrophe Weasleys, um, as much fun as that can be doesn't really count in my books. Please don't take the preceding comments as anything more than constructive criticism. You are a very gifted writer, and it is a joy to read your work. horses, I got nothing in the chat room. That is, um, uh, okay. First, why in the fuck should I give Harry a realistic opponent when J.K. Rowling didn't? Just saying. Number two, I write romance, so there's never going to be any big fight scenes or being you know, angsty torture scenes in, in in my stuff. That's not what I do. I'm a romance writer, and it's not ever going to be what I do. Number three, um, thank you, but I actually have no interest in writing your pairing. And number four, and this is a big one, criticism is only constructive when it's requested. Otherwise, it's just unwanted criticism. It's not constructive. I'm just saying. So, there's that. That, and it's just you know, this is all of this. Um. These little jot, these little jabs in the midst of compliment, compliments is like supposed is. It's just like the vaguest, most insulting thing that happens to me, and it happens a lot. Oh, I really like what you did here. It. I was, surprisingly impressed. Because normally I'm not good at what you think I'm doing here, is, is what you're saying. Backhanded compliments are the worst thing I I see um, being treated positively in fandom. And then when you don't meet their backhanded compliments with um, thanks, you're entitled and you're stuck up and you're a terrible, nasty, big-name fan. Don't be surprised when I tell you to kiss my ass. I'm just putting that out there for you. Don't be surprised when I tell you that I don't care if you can read my work on your iPad. Or that I don't care that you're upset that you can't copy and paste. Or that I don't care that you want an ebook and I'm not going to make one because I can't afford the bandwidth of... 8,000 motherfucking people downloading it. I don't care. And before some asshole sends me a note telling me I should use one of those file server services or, you know, make a Google... Um, drive and share files that way I tried doing that Google share It did not work out It was terrible I got email after email after email I tried doing it in a Yahoo group But the fucking things kept um, Yahoo actually has a download limit And then the download limit would get reached And people would get mad And I would get fucking billion emails about it So no I'm not going to do any of that Shit I'm just not going to do it So don't even fucking ask me to This episode of Short and Junk was brought to you by the letters F and U. Have a good evening.